Hi, and welcome back to the Eras of Christ. We are so glad you're with mm -hmm. us for this last era. Right. I'm Pastor Megan. And I'm Pastor Paige, and I can't believe that we're here. I know. How did we get to Midnight's already? It's uh, too fast. Too fast. Too ten, fast. Ten is not enough, Taylor. No, but don't worry. This is only the beginning. This is. This has been such a great journey. We'll talk yes. about this more at the yeah. end. But yeah. Um, we're excited to continue with you all. So yeah. before we can do all of that, we have yes. to talk about midnight. Oh, yes. One of the four versions, five versions that yeah. came out with the artwork. Yeah. So funny story about this yes. particular album. So, um, my favorite color is purple. Oh, I know. And the target version is lavender. Okay. So I drove like an hour and a half. Yeah. to a Target that actually had the lavender mm -hmm. version and picked it up because yeah. I'm crazy. But it's, it's beautiful. Nice. It's it, amazing. So yes. exciting. Yes. So the color for this era is navy blue. Mm -hmm. So midnights, you know, that color that you see in the night sky at midnight. Right. Is that. Color. Whereas I am wearing my Hi, It's Me, I'm the Problem t-shirt. This is a telling Paige earlier, was my first official Taylor Swift merchandise that was not an album that I purchased. That's fabulous. Um, but I just loved it. So this era started mm -hmm. in 2022, mm -hmm. October of 2022 to be exact. Yeah. Um, we're more vintage-y. Yeah. Like her clothing was very 70s-esque. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and she talked a lot about loneliness and overnight and how we got the track listings was probably one of my favorite things that she's done yeah. to let us know. And it was the mayhem, Midnight's at Mayhem or Mayhem at Midnight's. Mm -hmm. And every night at midnight for like two weeks, she would release a song title. A song title. Wow. And um, it was just hilarious to just sort of see what was going to come next or how she was going to mm -hmm. announce it or what Easter eggs she was going to leave mm -hmm. for future things right. that she was doing so right and this album came out in sort of chunks right yes the first release was midnight mm -hmm. the um tracks lavender haze through mastermind mm -hmm. then there was the 3 a.m yep. edition yep. that added several of my favorites i think yes and yeah. then several months later yeah about maybe two months into the heiress tour right she released the till dawn version right. Yeah. And then just last week, she officially put on streaming the last single from the vault mm -hmm. from this album, You're Losing Me. Right. So is the album complete or are we going to keep getting vault tracks, you know, as time goes on? I don't know. I think it's really interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, we've we've mentioned that several of her albums are sort of breakup albums and people yeah. speculated, you know, the fact that she and Joe Alwyn broke up was announced last spring mm -hmm. before the Up Till Dawn yeah. piece was released shortly before it. I think yeah. it was aligned. About um, like a week. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so there's some speculation, and I'm on this team, that Midnight's is the Joe Alwyn breakup album. Mm -hmm. um, and I think given where she is in her story now, I wonder yeah. if she'll release any more from this because yeah. she's, I think she's ready to move into the next yeah. thing. So it'll be interesting to see if because she, as if you're not a Swifty and you've just been joining us for the Jesus portions of our podcast, um, 
how she describes midnights, it's the midnights through her career that have kept her up right. at night. So one of the fun things that a lot of the TikTok Swifties did when this album came out was to try and figure out mm. what songs went with what era because mm. something sounded like different songs from different right. things. So it was fun to try and figure out, okay, is this beginning Taylor? Is this red 1989 mm. reputation era? Taylor, or is this folklore evermore Midnight's Taylor? So it was really fun to see, and I think you can sort of see on this album, we get a little bit of everything music-wise. You get the Mm singer-songwriter folklore evermore stuff with you know, sweet mm-hmm. nothing. Um, Labyrinth, I think. Is Labyrinth. There. Even you're losing me. Even you're losing me. But then you also get like the reputation, vigilante stuff, mm-hmm. and um, karma, and karma, and maybe even a little bit question because of things that were going on during mm-hmm. that era. You know, you have the pure pop ballads of like Bejeweled right. and Mastermind. So it was a and lavender haze, like mm-hmm. just really fun to play this album for the last week. Yeah, yeah. So, how did you discover this album? How, I mean, it was just a little over a year ago, right? That I this was came out. Trying to think about it, and I didn't know, pay attention to the one release, okay. but I feel like I listened to it within a few days of it coming, yeah. maybe on the day it was released. Mm-hmm. So, um, I feel like I just read about it. But, you know, yeah. Facebook, somebody posted, hey, Taylor yeah. Swift, y'all, yay, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, so exciting to get something new, especially since I loved the last two so much, mm-hmm. to have a new one. Um, and I think it kicked off a conversation with um, Genevieve and I about how we both wanted to go see Taylor Swift and how mm-hmm. my poor, poor, poor boyfriend was in trouble because <laughs> his daughter and his girlfriend both want to do something. Yeah, yeah. So that... And so this was one, I think, for me that I kind mm-hmm. of, you know, just sort of in everyday stuff and yeah. listen to it, I think, right on the day it released. Yeah. But yeah. you yeah. listen to it at what time? 12.01 <laughs> on the 21st of October when it was released. So one of the things I do to unwind at night is to just scroll TikTok. Okay. And when this album was starting to come out, you had a lot of the Swifties that were mm-hmm. talking about the different things. Taylor was really big on TikTok doing her Midnights at Mayhem or Mayhem at Midnights. And so I knew when right. it was coming out. And we had heard that there were maybe double album. Was there something else going to be released mm-hmm. with Midnights? Because Taylor said herself, well, yeah, there'll be something at midnight, but then also 3 a.m. Okay. Because she was going to, which was, you know, midnight on the West Coast. Mm -hmm. So she was doing something for the East Coast and then the West Coast. Oh, it makes sense. And so I stayed up till midnight and had pre-saved it on Apple Music. And as soon as it hit 12.01, I was like, play. Yeah. And you just hear the, meet me at midnight. And I'm just like, oh, yes. It's so perfect. It was so good. And I think I listened to it straight through. Because at that time, we'd already had the single Mm anti-hero and everything. And it was just like, oh, this is so good. But it was, you know, a school night. I had to work at church the next morning. So I couldn't stay up till 3 a.m. 
to see what the big reveal was. Mm -hmm. So when I woke up in that morning, I was like, wait, we have like five more tracks. Oh, Oh, that's awesome. And I was like, well, and purchased that as well. And, you know, quickly fell in love with the rest of it as well. And then when we got even more Mm -hmm. later on, you know, it's, this has quickly become one of my favorite Taylor albums. Yeah. It was, um, it really is good because it does. It has that variety, which makes it the perfect album for Mm -hmm. her to tour under the era's banner. Right. Yeah. Like, because she's touching on so many of those things Mm -hmm. in the work. Now, when it came out, were there, song lyrics that struck you. I mean, you're wearing one of mine. I am. One of mine was the, it's me, hi, I'm the problem, it's me, which I almost didn't put on the list because that feels so like cliche. Everyone, yeah. Everybody loved that Mm -hmm. line. It's how so often so many of us feel like, um, and you know, I realized when you were saying you saw it all on TikTok, I had quit TikTok right about that time. I was on TikTok for like a month. Yeah. And I don't need any help not sleeping. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we deleted TikTok because yeah. sleep is good. That's why I put a time limit on my TikTok. I did that. It didn't help. It helps me the first time. And then I hit the, give me 15 more minutes. Give me 15 more minutes. Mm. You should go to bed or read a book right now. Um, but yeah, so I think the first song that I was sort of like a, ooh, oh, I, oh, I can sing this one a lot. Oh, it took me back to the dancing in the kitchen days or dancing okay. in my living room at my mom's house of this was just the song to sort of be like, let go of everything. And that was Bejeweled. Oh, that's such a good one. It is. And it like, it has that neat beat to it. And like, there's this whole dance that the, some um, creator on TikTok created that she incorporated into the heiress tour. No kidding. Yes. And when he went to the tour, he was the one that received the 22 hat, which is something that she does during the song 22 Mm. is someone gets picked out from the crowd to to receive the hat and it's signed and everything. So it's Bejeweled. Bejeweled is track nine and it's verses one or yeah, verses lyrics. You all know by now one through four. So baby love. I think I've been a little too kind. Didn't know you, didn't notice you walking all over my peace of mind. Didn't notice you. So yeah, I just repeated it. But so the. Well, so what's you're missing there is actually one of my favorite lines from the song. Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, you're fine. Didn't notice you walking all over my peace of mind in the shoes I bought you as a present. Yeah. Yeah. So I. I, Brilliant. Yes, it is. But I skipped that line. So I did those and then, um, you know, and then six through seven, it's putting someone first only works when you're in their top five. And that took me back to MySpace days. Mm-hmm. For all of you Gen Zers, Google. Google what MySpace is. Right. For all of auntie and mom, Google. Google MySpace. We will explain it later. But you picked who your top five mm-hmm. was, and then it became your top eight. And then, you know, those two sets of lyrics was just like, hmm. Again, Taylor, thank you. Right. Thank you for, you know, yeah. Putting someone first only works if they also put you first. Right. And as you've all heard throughout these 10 episodes, I have learned in my mm-hmm. time as an adult that you need to do both for both friendships. Right. You know, and then, you know, I am told that sometimes I'm, I'm a little too kind. I'm a little too nice. I'm a people pleaser. Mm. Spoiler for lyrics coming later. 
Um, and there are oftentimes when I don't realize when people are walking all over me. And that is really hard as a female clergy person mm -hmm. to want to not rock the boat. Right. But also to get things done and realize that, oh, people are walking over me, all over me because they think they can because I'm a woman, I'm young, mm -hmm. all of those things. Um, so which also leads me to my second song, which is Snow on the Beach, um, verses 25 through 29. And it's my smile is like I won a contest and to hide that would be so dishonest. And it's fine to fake it till you make it. Till you do, till it's true. So I'll just spoiler alert. Yes. This was one of my re-listen yeah. lyrics. Yeah. Um, and I love that idea mm -hmm. of it's fine to fake it till you make it, till mm -hmm. you do, till you do. And yeah. it reminds me of a quote from John Wesley, uh -huh. who, um, especially for our Swifties, John Wesley is the founder of the Methodist movement. Mm -hmm. So we're both United Methodist pastors. Yes. Um, he said that we're called to preach faith until we have it. Mm -hmm. And when we have faith, we will preach it. And mm -hmm. so that line makes me think of yeah. that, right? There are yeah. some times when you just got to go out there and put on a brave face. Uh -huh. And suddenly you discover you're brave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it makes me think of my first four years of ministry. Mm -hmm. I have a smile because I know I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. But I am for sure faking it some Sundays or some days. And I'm just going to keep doing it until I know I'm doing it right mm -hmm. or I'm doing it right for that context. Mm -hmm. So yeah, those were my two first first listen songs. So what about you, Paige? So I mentioned the anti-hero lyric. Yes. Um, but I also liked Snow on the Beach. Yeah, but a different lyric. I did. So uh, I'm going to use the clean version because yes. this one has a bit of um, cursing in it, but Lines nine and ten, and it's in the chorus. Yeah. Um, now it's like snow on the beach, weird, mm -hmm. but it was beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I am someone who has come to realize that uh, I can be both a little odd and mm -hmm. geeky and nerdy, and still that there are people who find yeah. me beautiful, right? Or that um, all of that. And so it just like makes me think of myself in a weird yeah. way, like, yeah, I'm a little like snow on the beach. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's just such a beautiful just image as well because yeah snow on the beach is weird but it's also beautiful right well and it's you know what's interesting though about it is it's not that weird here no because we have beaches up on Lake Erie and mm -hmm. oh do we have snow yeah snow on the beach is weird it but is it's beautiful. beautiful yeah you know and I think that's like also a really good metaphor for life mm -hmm. it's weird but it's also beautiful. Well, and sometimes it's the weirdness that makes it beautiful. Exactly. Right? Exactly. You know? Who would want all of this to be too perfect? Right. Exactly. It wouldn't be fun. It wouldn't be fun. And no. it would be awfully boring if we were all the same. So, yes. Yes. So we shared in the last couple of episodes that we both came into it and yes. uh, weren't sure exactly. Megan wasn't sure exactly what to do with the, with the last two albums. And I yeah. said, oh, I got it. Yeah. I looked at Midnight's and went, I don't know. And Megan goes, oh, no, I, I got, got it. it. I got it. <laughs> so why don't we start there? What, um, yes. what was your overall, you had sort of an overall concept yeah. for Midnight's. And then let's dive into one of the stories. Yes. I'm in the process of commissioning an ordination in the United Methodist Church. And one of those things is you have to write a sermon on a specific text. Okay. I have done that several times. Right. So I've gotten very, you know in it with John 3 
And as Paige is like, we're sitting in my dining room and we have all the post-its on mm-hmm. the walls and Midnight's just has a couple of my things on it. And we mentioned, like she said, Folklore and Evermore were very hard for me because I was like, I don't know these albums as well. Sure. We'll just, that sounds great. And she listens and she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, Paige, it's everybody that came to Jesus at midnight. And that, and I went, oh. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, so the, and the very first person I thought of was Nicodemus, right. mm-hmm. who is famous for coming to Jesus in the middle of the night. Right. And he was a Pharisee, mm-hmm. um, up there pretty high, and would follow Jesus around, but would not ask any questions, would just sort of be on the outside, right. ready to catch him on something, but also, I think, very curious. Mm-hmm. with what was going on um and so nicodemus talks to some of his jesus's disciples and the disciples say well just come and jesus will talk to you and he's like but i can't come during the day right no one can see, no me, one can t- see me no one can see me talk to him okay come at night and so he famously meets him at midnight and so you might be thinking i'm thinking of a different song that opens the album right but I'm not. Right. It doesn't really quite work with Lavender Haze. No, but it works really well with question. Yes. Because there is specifically a line where Taylor goes, can I ask you a question? Right. And that's sort of how Nicodemus starts. Like, let me ask you all of these things. And Jesus goes, oh. Right. Like, you've been watching everything. everything. Mm. Why are you asking me questions? You have seen me at work. And what I think is so beautiful about Nicodemus' story is that he comes back. Mm-hmm. Is that on Good Friday, Holy Saturday, he is there to help bury Jesus. Right. That he comes back. And so you're like, yes, something clicked. Right. That he yep. realized how important this man was. Yeah. And so, yeah, I immediately went to Nicodemus and that, and then just. We will get into all of the rest of mine because I just, this one was probably one of the most fun albums yeah. that I had to figure out stories Do with. Do you know what was really fun about it for me? Yeah. That I knew you were going to have so many stories. Yep. Um, yeah. And I mean, this. Once I found the theme for me, mm-hmm. it was easy to find the stories. And then, as we've said, every week we sort of listen to this album exclusively. Right. And, you know, I was making notes on my own before I put them in our app. Like, just well because like, you pre-listened i did because during evermore i needed something happy every once in a while like every third listen of evermore i needed pop i know and I know. so it was like okay but i can't put it in the midnights one yet because i can't let Paige know that i'm cheating i love it oh my god that's amazing so i did oh. i had my ideas and i had put my lyrics in and everything so i just had a copy and paste last week this is fantastic so yes so Paige, what about you don't have a song as one of your first story things? Right. The first, the only thing I thought about when you talked about yes. the Midnight's thing, and we've mentioned this before, mm-hmm. is this idea that Jesus would go off by himself yeah. and rest, and he mm-hmm. would rest and pray. And so as I read the prologue, um, it made me think about that. Yeah. That she kept talking about what are the things that keep you up? What are the things that um, you stay up for Mm -hmm. and thinking about, you know, Jesus didn't seem to be someone who kept up at 
with, you mm-hmm. know, but he was. I mean, there are times where he's going off to be by himself and the crowd won't leave him alone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. the prologue into the general mood of mm-hmm. the album for me really relates to that piece of yeah. when Jesus goes to rest. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there was, um, there's power in that story of there Jesus is. resting. Yeah. Which we all need. Yes. And gives us permission to rest. Yeah. What's another one that you pulled out? So another one, because I also see it further down on your list as well. So we can show two different ways that we looked yeah. at the song. Um, so something that we have, I think, has been sort of maybe our Easter egg or our theme, if you want to pull in a mm-hmm. sub-theme from Jesus over these 10 episodes, are the women. Yeah. Are the women that made Jesus who he was. Mm-hmm. Are the women that walked with him, talked with him, helped make him be better. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have two songs. So okay. I will do my first one and then the one that matches, but yours for a different story. Mm-hmm. So my first one I have is Mastermind of mm. the women. And I was thinking this more of the women, you know, that were with him all the time that maybe didn't get the credit. Mm-hmm. The women that don't have names. So right. our women at the well, the women who bled. You know, the woman who anointed him. Syrophoenician and yes, woman. All mm-hmm. of that. And then also the women that were at the graveside, at the mm-hmm. tomb afterwards. And specifically the lines. And I think it's the bridge at the end. You see all the wisest women had to do it this way because we were born to be the pawn. Wow, yeah. And yeah, I just got chills. Because every time I hear that line, I think of all the women that we needed in those stories to show a different side to Jesus. Mm -hmm. We needed the woman at the well to show how to talk to a Samaritan woman and how we need to talk to everybody. Mm -hmm. We saw the woman, you know, that had the flow of blood that, you know, just needed someone to care for her. Right. And we have people that we need to just care for. And the women at the tomb we're the first ones to know about the resurrection right. yeah. that then got to tell the disciples mm-hmm. and the world. Yeah. So they were a pawn in that story, but not a pawn, but they not like the, a pawn, but like right. they were like the catalyst right. for that. So yeah. like not a pawn in like a bad way, but as in like they or needed to be, layer. they needed to be there mm-hmm. for the story to move on. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so the other one I thought of, and this was just, I'm like, mm, yeah, this is, you know, Mary Magdalene, who had a bad rap, and Mary and Martha, who I think Mary sometimes had, you know, a bad rap. And same with Martha, like, mm-hmm. want to be one of the who anointed Jesus. Yes, was ladies, and this is from Vigilante Stuff. Ladies always rise above. Ladies know what people want. Someone sweet and kind and fun. The ladies simply had enough. Mm. And I was just like, yes. You know, Vigilante Stuff is a very... Screw you type of song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, sort of a how, you know, someone got it in the end. But I think that one was ladies always rise above. Ladies know what people want. Yeah. The women that were with Jesus knew what he needed. Right. And knew what the people around him needed. And those to me, at least in these 10 episodes, have been who we've talked about yeah. almost as much as Jesus. Right. Maybe. So they have risen above. Mm-hmm. All of the rest of the disciples, even though you all know I love Peter, but we still get, you yeah. know, 
Mary Magdalene, I think we've talked about her at least eight of the ten eras. Right. Yeah. You know, so maybe not so much in like the story wise, but like mm -hmm. the ladies are always going to rise above. Right. You know, so. Yeah. Well, and I had a different song for some of the women. Right? Yes. So, yeah. Um, the women, people always talk about mm -hmm. Jesus on the cross and say, yeah. oh, well, his friends all deserted him. Mm -hmm. But they didn't. No, they the didn't. women were all yes, there. Yes. Um, and that's made clear that the mm -hmm. women were there weeping at the foot of the cross, yes. right? That yeah. his mother was there. Mm -hmm. And uh, speaking of another woman that gets a bad rap, yes. Jesus' mother, right? Yeah. Um, but I kept thinking about bigger than the whole sky. Yeah. And these women at the feet of the cross saying goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Mm -hmm. We're bigger than the whole sky, right? Yeah. Just how important he is and was yeah. in their stories and in their experiences and then in mm -hmm. the experience of the whole world. I, yes. That was um, one that I really enjoy that song. Yes. And to be honest, that song uh -huh. sort of inspired the whole podcast. Yeah. Um, because I'm going to jump ahead and we'll come back, but yeah. it has a line in it. Mm -hmm. That is sort of a where we talk about where is God, where is faith. And it's got a mm -hmm. line that I remember when I heard it. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, we had to talk about that. Right. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And there's a, a line where she said, did, did um, a bird flap its wings over in Asia? Uh-huh. Um, did somebody, oh, shoot. Did some entity take you because I didn't pray? Yeah. And. Yeah. That fear that we often have that, mm -hmm. or people are told by yeah. lots of people, like, did you pray hard enough? Well, mm -hmm. you didn't pray. And like, yeah, oh, yeah. you're not going to swear. That's bold stuff. It's right. Like, yeah. it's, it's really damaging. And I'm sorry if you've ever heard those yes, words. Yes, absolutely. And it broke my heart to hear Taylor sing mm -hmm. them, right? Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. Oh. I don't want you to be yeah, able and to it, have that feeling. Yes, and it's almost, I wonder if this is the midnight song for Soon You'll Be Better. It is. I, I think it has you know, to be. And that's from Lover. Mm -hmm. And that was a song she wrote about her mom battling cancer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and that song is that even desperate people pray, pray, pray to Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. And now I pray to him too. Right. And that, in that sense that, Prayer is what we do and we don't know what else to do mm -hmm. for me. And yes, prayer yeah. for us, lots of other purposes. Yes. But when we don't know what else to do, we can always pray. Mm -hmm. And not so that some entity is going to act in a certain yeah. way. Yeah. Right? Like we pray because it calms us. It helps mm -hmm. us be present. Um, it changes us. Yeah. And uh, and it just, I mean, it just made breaks my heart. Yeah. And I think something I tell my parishioners all the time when we pray is that we can ask for our prayers to be answered, but we don't know in what way God's going to answer them. Mm -hmm. And nine times out of 10, they're answered in a way we never would have thought. Right. Yeah. I mean, I pray to God, show me where you need to use me because going for the job that's going to pay me all the money and it's going to give me the high profile things is not what I should be doing. How do I serve you? And God, as I was sitting in church, goes, this is where you're supposed to be. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> that is not what I asked you, sir. Right. Ma'am, person. <laughs> that is, and you're like, oh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Careful what you ask for sometimes right? because God's going to be like, I have been opening these doors for you and now I'm just going to really shove you through. So that you talked yeah. about mastermind and both of the songs yeah. you had for the women I had with different stories. Okay. So mastermind for me goes with, um, one of my favorite scriptures for this time of year, which yeah. is the prologue to John. Yes. Um, yeah. In the beginning was the mm -hmm. word and the word was with the God and the word was God. Mm -hmm. And yeah. this idea, not mm -hmm. that God is moving us around like checks pieces. Is it, pieces. If that's happening, I would like, you know, some pieces move closer together. But, right. Know. Some changes. But, yeah. but that God has a vision for Mm -hmm. who humanity can be and so yeah so god as the mastermind and uh -huh. jesus as a piece of that yeah yeah um was one that i thought about with that song and, mm -hmm. and it's one of my favorite texts yeah yeah it's um, a beautiful text and then i had vigilante stuff for someone else you did um, yeah in the moment um in the garden Mm -hmm. Jesus, we've talked about this a few weeks ago where yes. jesus goes and prays in the garden on the night that he is to be betrayed and when he's there, we haven't talked about this piece. Judas no. comes to the garden uh -huh. and betrays Jesus with a kiss. Mm -hmm. And then the disciples who had been sleeping um, yeah. decide. All of a sudden get real mad. They get real mad. Real mad. And are like, oh, we got to do something about this. Right. Yeah. So I, you know, they're this, thinking about some karma, but you know. Right. Well, yes. We'll come to that too. Yes. And it's the same. They fight back. Uh-huh. And in both of um, Luke and Matthew, where that story mm -hmm. is told, Jesus basically tells them to stop. Yeah. In Luke, Jesus says, no more of this. Mm -hmm. And I love that line. And there was just something about, I was listening to the album and I went, oh, yeah. Uh -huh. so the disciples, when Jesus is being yeah. arrested, were like, excuse me, no, we're we're going to stand in the way here. Exactly. Like, yes. And I think it's like sort of like the hammy, let me give you the envelope with all of the, exactly. the things that are going to put your husband behind bars. Right. She looks so good driving your or your, your yeah, bed fence or something. Whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Your with your car. kids. Yeah. Yes. You know, so. Yeah, this album just has so many good songs, and I think this was the album that when you said this is what I, you I would like to do with me, and I'm like okay, and then we started plotting, and I'm like, this album was like I got it, I understand what we're trying to do. Yeah. So this is one that I've been so excited to do since way back in September when we started talking about this. Right. You know. So you also had a song for the garden, I which is, both, I think one, both of us love that story. Yes. It's such, yeah. And like we've said before, we have been blessed to go mm. to this garden and there are multiple times in Matthew, Mark, and Luke where Jesus says, stay awake with me, mm -hmm. keep watch over me, pray with me. There are multiple times when Jesus comes back and says, you can't even stay awake for moments. Mm -hmm. And you have some of the famous lines of, Father, take this from me. Mm -hmm. But if this is what's supposed to happen, let it be so. Your work be done. And as I'm thinking about those stories in our Gospels, I kept hearing, you're on your own, kid. Always have been. And you always will be. And in that moment, I don't think... In his three years of ministry that we know of, Jesus was ever truly 
alone or felt alone besides maybe the temptations and the 40 days in the desert. But that didn't have the anguish. Yes. The loneliness. You're on your own kid is the track five of this album. So it's got that deeper anxiety, emotional Mm. things that we're used to from these lyrics of Taylor and just the, you're on your own kid. And I can't imagine, and I hope I never have to imagine or experience, having 11 of your dearest friends sitting amongst you, your three closest friends Mm -hmm. coming closer with you, and you are just devastated Mm -hmm. because of what is on your shoulders, what you know is going to be happening in a matter of hours. Right. A matter of a day and a half of mm. what's going to be happening to you. And your closest friends are asleep. Not giving you that support they need mm-hmm. or you need. And that's when I also then think of, you know, who was awake with Jesus but doesn't get mentioned? The women. <laughs> After, Like in my imagination of how this story plays out, mm-hmm. the women have finished cleaning up the Last Supper have paid the bill and are now sitting, keeping watch over the men Mm -hmm. and watching over Jesus. Just still sort of on the outskirts because we know they end up at the cross. Mm -hmm. So I feel like they were just moving just a little bit behind. So maybe they weren't noticed. So they wouldn't be called Mm -hmm. out like Peter was, right? you know, but Truly, in this moment, Jesus was on his own. Right. But what's beautiful and we're reminded of is he wasn't. His right. father, his God, was right. with him. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's such a, um, I mean, that story is one that yeah. in my life I've turned to a lot when mm-hmm. I needed yeah. that reminder that I'm not alone. Right. Because yeah. even, yeah. you know, you're on your own, kid. You always have been. Mm-hmm. And I think at the end of it, it's, but you're going to make it. That's mm-hmm. not the exact quote, but. We'll get to it. Um, the, oh yeah? We will. Okay, well, let's get to it. What's well, the exact quote? What What's the quote I got? So, because it's one of my re-listen verses. Okay. And it's, um, you've got no reason to be afraid. You're on your own, kid. Yeah, you can face this. You're on your own, kid. You always have been. And it's the very end of the song. Right. So you the can whole face this. the whole entire song it's you're on your own, you're on your own, you're on your own, you're on your own. And finally at the end it's like Taylor saying to herself, Yeah, but look at all you faced on your own. Mm-hmm. All you've accomplished on your own. Mm-hmm. That even though she is surrounded by people, she's surrounded by her parents, her brother, Travis. The whole Kelsey clan now, everyone. Right. Her, you know, tree. Her tree, um, Abigail, all of her people. Mm-hmm. But she's still on her own when she steps on that stage. When she goes into the studio to record. When she's sitting at night, at midnight, writing. Mm-hmm. She's still on her own. And I think the other side of that is, mm-hmm. it, as women, we're so good yes. at saying, well, we did. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. we didn't sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it's I, I did, did or yeah. you did. And yeah. so I also like that 
claiming of ownership that's mm-hmm. in the midst of that, right? Like, yeah. yeah, you're you're on your own, kid. Mm-hmm. You can face this. And I think that's why I picked it for my re-listen. Um, I'm single. I'm on my own, but I can face it. Right. Because I have done all of this mm-hmm. on my own. I went to seminary on my own. I went to my pastor on my own and told him this is what I wanted to do without mom knowing. Um, you know, all of these things I've done on my own, so I don't need to be afraid. But right. it's okay to be afraid. Right. You just don't have to make it, it doesn't have to stop you. Exactly, exactly. It can be a power yeah. that I can have. And I think that's what Taylor did by putting this out here and having it be a track five is she's claiming it. Mm-hmm. That, no, sometimes we are on our own, but we can face this world right, together individually. And that, that idea of lonely or being mm-hmm. alone, right, it's been such a part of our world in the past yeah. three years yeah. with, with COVID and all of that. And Mm -hmm. so I think that idea of we're alone, we're on Mm -hmm. our own. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. we also have people around us. We also have a God who loves us and Mm -hmm. who's watching over us and who's with us in this. Right. Yeah. Um, That's why we make the friendship bracelets. Yeah. Right. So make your friendship friendship bracelets, um, you know. Just, you know, take the moment and face it. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's, there's courage. Just, there's cu- so much courage in that song. Yeah. You know, yes. it's not just the depressing nature of you're on your own, kid. No, you can face this. Yeah. You know, so. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think one of my other songs that goes with a story, but then also can take us into where we found God. Mm-hmm. Is we've talked a little bit about the story before is the healing of the man at the pool. Okay. Um, and he basically lived at this pool. He couldn't walk. He was paralyzed. He lived on his mat and every day or every so often the pool would come to life or people would know, okay, it's safe to go in. And it was a healing pool. Right. And the, the, the story is that an angel would come down and touch the pool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, he couldn't get in the pool. And he saw all these people get in and then walk out and be fine. And so there's a line in Dear Reader that goes, prayers of a cursed man. Mm. And I think he thought he was cursed because of his predicament, the fact Mm -hmm. that he couldn't get in the pool, the fact that he didn't have help to get in the pool. And Jesus comes and sees him and says, pick up your mat. Right. He's like, but I can't. Just pick up up your your mat. mat and go. Yeah. You're fine. Your faith has made you well. Your persistence Mm -hmm. has made you well. And I was like, hey, how many of us have, you know, thought we're cursed or something bad has happened? So it's the desperate prayers of a cursed man was, I was like, okay, here's our theme of prayer again that we've gotten all the way back in debut. Yeah. You know? So. And, you know, it's funny as you're telling that story, I think of a different man who just tells up, tells to get tells him to get up and walk. And, yeah. And that's the man whose friends carry him. Yes. Jesus. They tear uh-huh. through a roof. This, yes. I love this. It's amazing. Particular story. I probably could have put an insert healing story here. Right. And it would have worked. Well, because the reason people had these ailments, mm-hmm. the, how they understood the world, we talked about this in an earlier yeah. episode, was very much a, like, well, someone must have sinned. 
Mm-hmm. And that's why it was a punishment, yeah, sort of a thing. Exactly. So, yes. Yeah. Were there any other songs that you had for? Yeah, so stories. One of my other other favorites. I really love the three AM set. Yes, frankly. those are really good. Um, is Paris? Yes. And one of my re-listen lines is from Paris, and it's lines um, eleven and twelve, mm-hmm. and it says. No, I didn't see the news because we were somewhere else. Uh huh. And I have made presence sort of a spiritual practice in the last several yeah. years, which is I'm going to be where I am and I'm going to not pay attention to what's mm-hmm. going on outside. And so that yeah. line really made me, you know, speaks to some of my experience mm-hmm. in the last couple of years and some intentional things. Yeah. But there's a story where Jesus might have said, I didn't see the news. Yeah, because I was somewhere else. Yeah. Um, it happens in uh, Luke 24, where Jesus is walking along the road with two mm-hmm. men, and they're talking about this thing. Can you believe what yeah. happened? And, oh, my gosh, we've heard this and that and the other thing. And, mm-hmm. and Jesus, um, but they don't know he's Jesus. It's like, oh, yeah. well, who are you talking about? And they're like, you don't know about Jesus? And let us tell you. Let us tell you. And so I made, as I was listening to Paris, um, actually this morning, I was like, uh, oh my gosh, it's, it's it's Jesus at the watch room, you know. Emmaus. Yeah. Watch Emmaus. And eventually Jesus does recognize, they do recognize uh-huh. Jesus. When, when he breaks bread. He breaks bread with them. Um, yeah. <laughs> so when we started this project, it was very yeah. much right. We're going to talk about the eras of Jesus, his yes. life. Um, yep. And. Throughout it, we've kind of also talked about, well, what's next? Where do we go from uh-huh. here? And yeah. we've got at least one more episode in this first season yeah. um, that will be next week because it's Taylor's birthday. Yes. Um, the day that we record. And Taylor is in her Jesus year. Yes, which is 33. Right. When you're 33 and when you turn 34, you've now lived longer than Jesus. So she'll be turning 34. Congratulations. In yeah. <laughs> You made it longer we than did Jesus. We did it. Because <laughs> um, tradition is that Jesus was 30 when he started his ministry. Mm-hmm. He was three years. So um, <laughs> when I started seminary, go figure. <laughs> as as it, so it goes. And so it goes. Um, so we're going to uh, come back next week and probably do a couple of things mm-hmm. that are that we've been talking about that are sort of smaller. Yeah. Uh, maybe even talk a little bit about the Christmas songs. Yeah. And um, do a recap for you mm-hmm. of all of the songs we've talked about. Um, I compiled the list the last couple of days and I was like, we've talked a lot about a lot of songs, a lot of songs. We've talked right. But, and it's been fun to see how they've changed right. since we started with debut. So that'll be something for you to look forward to. On December 13th. Yeah. And then I think there's some stuff to look forward to in 2024. Uh-huh. Yes. So yeah. uh, we we want to keep doing this. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I think you guys are having fun with us. We're having fun with each other and with you. Yeah. And so our plan is to go back through the eras mm-hmm. and look at um, the story of God's relationship with humanity. Mm-hmm. And the way that the church has evolved uh-huh. since Jesus. So yeah. those will kind of be separate and how they'll, the order is still up in the air. Yes. Um, but we're really excited to yeah. keep going on this journey. Yes. And we're trying not to think about too much of what those eras are going to look like while we're still in our Jesus era. Right. Um, because we don't want to 
get too excited as I started last week with all the midnight stuff before it was time for midnights. It's all right. Um, but, you know, it, it's we're masterminding all of this. It's going to all work right. out and make sense yeah. all in the end, yeah. you know, when we, when we finish this. So, so there's yeah. one other God reference. Yes, that there we is. have to talk about. We do. And that is karma. Yes, karma is a god. Lowercase g. It is a lowercase g. Mm-hmm. And karma is a spiritual concept mm-hmm. from um, Hinduism. Yes. Right? That is language that has become very mm-hmm. common yeah. in um, English vernacular, right? We've heard mm-hmm. that phrase, that idea, you get, you get what you give, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you reap what you sow. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And so she talks she talks about karma as being something that she elevates to mm-hmm. worship almost worship, right? Yeah. And the things that she, you know, puts in with karma like and how she relates it to like karma is my boyfriend, karma is the cat who loves me, karma mm-hmm. is my friends hanging mm-hmm. out, karma is these things and I think one of my favorite lines from that song besides the karma is a god is the people ask why everyone fades while I stay. Mm. And it's karma is a God. And it's Uh sort of like the, and she even talks about it um, in some other interviews that people are going to get what's coming Mm -hmm. to them for what they've done to me. They are going to get what's coming to them. Well, and there's an earlier part of the song that Mm -hmm. where she's kind of like, karma doesn't scare me. Yeah. Not anymore. Karma scares you. Yeah. Um, and it makes me think about the different reasons people come to faith. They believe mm-hmm. in Jesus. Why Jesus is important to them. Yeah. And for me, right, Jesus isn't important to me and my story because I'm afraid of something. Yeah. Right. Jesus is important in my story because through him and because of the what he's done, mm-hmm. the love of God is open to us and to everyone. Yeah. And it's not a relationship built on fear. Mm-hmm. Um, and for her to talk about karma in that divine sense is to say, no, this is not something I am afraid of. Yeah. It's something that I'm embracing that is Mm -hmm. part of the story. Yes. Um, And almost like I'm not, I'm living my life doing what I need to do. And these things are just going to happen to you. mm -hmm. Um, you know, karma is definitely, I, feel like it belongs in the reputation era with all the things that she did mm-hmm. with that and how she's used her voice more since then and realized she can use her right. voice. And sometimes her not saying something is the most powerful thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, five or six years ago, 10 years ago, she would have said something or right. tree, her publicist would have said something. Um, or would say or would, would say, say nothing. Exactly. Right. And that would almost, you know, so she's grown. And mm-hmm. I think using karma in this way where it's not that, well, karma's going to come get you. Right. Sort of like that song. It's, nope, things are going to happen how they're supposed to. The Things are going to unravel as they do because you are putting bad out into the world. Oh, and I'm doing that stuff. But you I know? think it's, I don't think it's vindictive. It's Correct. not. It's, it's not vigilante stuff. It's not vigilante stuff, and it's not better than revenge. Correct. Right? It's, I'm going to live in a way that I know that my mm-hmm. good stuff is going to blossom. 
Yes. That the the good that is happening mm-hmm. is going to continue because I'm pouring good into the world. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and that, because that's the other side. We yes. think of karma as, oh, you behaved badly. Bad things are uh-huh. going to happen. Karma is also. Yes. I'm putting this good in. Good, yeah. You're putting good out in the universe. Good is going to come back. Yeah. Yeah. And good is going to continue to be around you. Mm-hmm. Um, We've so. chaosed our way through this episode. Yes. Um, which, sorry, friends, we're, we're a little chaotic today. Yes. But that, I think, fits Midnight's really well. I think you're right. It's got yes. a big variety of different, a lot yes. of different themes. Yeah. But I think we both still have a couple more songs from our re-listen yeah. that we want to share yes. that are so, really important to us. Yeah. So yeah. why don't you, you talked about You're On Your Own, Kid. Yes. So I'm going to do first Labyrinth. Mm. Um Love it. It's track 10, and these are lines 22 through 26. You would break your back to make me break a smile. You know how much I hate that everybody just expects me to bounce back. Mm. And when I was listening to this, I don't know if it's because it's the month of December, and December Mm. is a hard month Mm -hmm. for me family-wise, that I just remember my sorority sisters, Christine, Lauren and Andy, when my grandma passed and Emily just would try and do anything to make me smile. But then I also think of the other line of, you know how much I hate that everybody just expects me to bounce back. Mm -hmm. When you have a massive loss in your life, whether Mm -hmm. it's a job, a parent dying, grandparent dying, you quickly find out who your friends are. And because grief is a really hard thing for people Mm -hmm. to deal with. Right. Especially if you're not the one that's strictly right. experiencing it. So it's like people just want you to bounce back right away. Yeah. So, yeah. So what is one of your songs that we haven't touched? I think that probably the good one to follow that one uh-huh. with is Sweet Nothing. Yes. Um, where uh, it's lines 33 and 34 and it's to the voices that employ, you should be doing more. Mm. Mm-hmm. And how often we feel like we're not doing enough. And we yeah. can do more and should do more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you need to rest. Yeah. Sometimes you need to pause. And mm-hmm. um, I'm going to jump ahead because my other one goes right with this. Yes, go for bejeweled. it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did all the extra credit and then got graded on the curve. How often do we feel like we put everything yes. into something and it's not mm-hmm. enough? Yeah. Because sometimes it's not ever going to be enough. So yeah. then you put in what you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You will never put enough cheese on anything for me. So just put as much as you can. Yeah. Challenge accepted because I'm also a big cheese person. So, <laughs> right. You know, we're both great on that one. Yeah. And I think that then goes really well into my song. Yeah. Um. So this is from You're Losing Me. And Sort of, I've we've talked about it through several different episodes, how I can remember exactly where I was when I heard things. I was standing in my guest bedroom, mom's room, Christine's room, Lauren and Andy's room at my house. And I hear the, just these lines of the, the song and I'm just like, Taylor, can you take the knife out of the back? Like, really? That's really? a different song, different That's, album. It, it is, but it was just like a... Someone that we think is all put together also has these feelings. Mm-hmm. We talked a little bit about that on some of the vault tracks for 1989. Yeah. But so the line, I'm going to first do this line first. And this is lines 45 through 47. 
I wouldn't marry me either. A pathological people pleaser who only wanted you to see her. And the first time I heard that, I was just like, how? Oh. oh. That, so that's, oh. I'm going to bandage that wound on your back. <laughs> Thank you. Dang. And I think my mom and my aunt can agree most of my life I've been the, what can I do to make things better for you? How can I, how can I fix this? Right. Are you sure you're okay? Are you sure? But there are also times where I'm like, I'm asking you, and this is a characteristic of a two, is I'm asking you how you're doing because I need you to check on on me. I need you to ask me how I'm doing. Yes, yeah. because I just need you to see me right now because mm. things are falling apart. And that then takes us to the very first line of the song, and it says, you say, I don't understand. And I say, I know you don't. Mm. And there are just so many times in my life, whether it's in pastoring, in my personal life, in my grief life, that someone will say, I don't understand what you're talking about. And it's like, I know you don't. I just need you to hear me right, right. now. Yeah. And Christine knows this. There are many times she doesn't understand the pastor mm -hmm. world because this is so different from her insurance world. Right. And I know you don't understand. Just listen. Just be. Just be here. And Christine does a beautiful job of letting me just jump. Mm -hmm. And then we move on. Right. And it's sort of the, do you need me to give you advice? Or do you just need me to listen right now? Right. And we've known each other for 20 plus years. She's really good at understanding when I just say something. She's like, you just want me to hear this right now. Okay. Yeah. So about those cookies we're making, you know. So just need someone to receive Yes, yeah, yes. Exactly. You know, so those were my songs of the re-listens we talked about. You're on your own, kid. Mm -hmm. Do you have any other songs that we have or anything else that we need to wrap up? I, well, we've talked a little bit about what the track five was. Yes. That it was You're on Your Own, Kid. Uh-huh. But what's your track five Jesus story? I feel like this is the episode when I just sort of looked at you and said, so. Didn't even prepare you for it. Yeah. So I think it's a toss-up. Okay. But I think the one I'm going to lean towards, because it's the very, very first thing I thought of when I thought of this album, is Nicodemus. Okay. Um, not the song that I picked, the story I picked <laughs> to go with this song, but for me, Nicodemus is the, so the person that changed how I looked at this whole project. Okay. Um, that was bigger than the whole sky for you. For me, it was... Well, Midnight's is the people that met him at midnight. Right. Yeah. So Nicodemus. Right. Was the very first person I immediately thought okay. of. So it's Nicodemus and like right there below it is praying in the garden. Yeah. See, so I they're like. The praying in the garden. Is yeah. What I would that was my second. Like those yeah. two would probably be, you know, we could have a dual track, a side A and a side B for all of you record cassettes right. player people. You gotta love the cassettes are coming back. Anyway. Yes. Yes. Friends, we have been talking about Midnight's for a minute. For not quite a midnight yet. And <laughs> we uh, have all, we always enjoy when you're here with us yes. um, sharing this journey. We're excited for what's next. Yeah. Just like, I mean, I'm excited for what her next era is. Yes. So yes. I hope you'll stick around. Um, join us next week for a bit of a recap and maybe some other special things mm -hmm. before we um, take a break for the, uh, Christmas and New Year's because. Um, we're pastors and it's busy. Yeah, just a little bit of a busy season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, 
thank you again for listening. Yes. Um, find us anywhere you uh, get podcasts. Please share with other people, mm-hmm. whether they're Jesus-y or Swifty. Um, yeah. Uh, hopefully they would enjoy and would learn something and, um, or just would like being able to combine two things they're passionate about. Yes. Yes. And as always, make sure you answer our questions on Sunday, our midnight Jesus story. What story would you add to this era? What would be your track five? Do you agree with the Nicodemus and the garden or would you put Mm -hmm. something completely different in there? Do you have a midnight verse? And then lastly, because we're going to try and touch on it next week. What did we miss? Right. What story of Jesus's did we miss? What story are you like, but they didn't cover that. Right. Please let us know and we will figure out where it fits. Um, Right. So we would love for you to help us build the next Mm -hmm. episode. Yeah. So please, you can message us on our website, uh, pastorswifties.com, our Instagram, Facebook. Uh, If you know us, you can message either of us personally. Um, Talk to us. That would be great. We want (laughs) to know what stories. You were like, oh, we can't believe you didn't cover whatever. Yes. It yes. Is. So, yeah. um, and as always, we're going to end with our PS. So, yes. Megan, you want to pray us out? Let us pray. God, you meet us at midnight, in the morning, in the afternoon. You always make sure that we are not alone, although it can feel like we are on our own. But you are there with us through the lavender haze and the maroons and the midnight rains of life. And you love us in spite of all the flaws we think we have. For you are the one that will never see us as less than. For you are wonderfully made in your image. For you, we are your beloved children. In your son's most holy and precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, friends, whether it's midnight or noon, may you know the love of God in all that you do. Have a great week. Have a great week.